Slow Mo is a modern beauty and wellness podcast with the mission to empower listeners to be curious, confident, carefree, and connected to the beauty and wellness industry. Through interviews with real industry professionals, Slow Mo breaks down industry trends, treatments, and products so our listeners can make informed decisions on the next step in their journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Slow Mo. Today, we have a very special guest who I've gotten to know recently um, and very excited to be having her on, April Peterson. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So, April, I kind of got to know you through kind of a couple of different events. Um, One was my sister's, like, you have to meet April. (laughs) Another one was kind of my daughters and I were at um, your farm, which I'll have you talk about here in a minute. And um, we, I think the word kind of got around that we, like you and I needed to meet. So tell us about you and about all the things that you're doing. Super excited to be sharing this because you have such a great entrepreneurial story. Thank you. Thanks. So, all right. First, I'll I'll say our name of our farm. So we own a farm called Fruchthaven Farm. And um, we purchased this property about a year and a half ago. It was an existing orchard um, in our area that was really well known. Um, The family that owned it retired. And on kind of a whim, my husband said, hey, let's buy that. And um, we jumped onto a really, really big adventure where we are farming apples and growing pumpkins and um, creating event spaces um, and coffee and brewery and tavern and (laughs) it's a really interesting story because I was talking to you and your husband it was like hey we might be like basically you he sold a bit you guys sold a business and you're like hey we're gonna just sit back and chill and figure something out (laughs) and then he went to go maybe bid on a different property yeah and then he got this property and yeah I I keep telling everyone you're gonna be the next Joan okay I'm so excited to see you guys grow thank you yeah we were we were all set to just kind of retire and hang out and just have some fun and then, oh, hey, let's just um, change careers and, and create an empire here. <laughs> you really have. You really, <laughs> well, so tell us everything that's going to be on the farm. Like what, because I, I know that farm, um, when the kids were younger, they would play lacrosse and that big dome yeah. that you have as part of your property. I know a lot of people remember it as pumpkin patches and a kind of a petting zoo. So when I tell people, you know, where you are in Greenville, um, you know, there's a lot of memories that people, people know, but when I went there again, I think it was like the second time I'm there, you have, you know, the coffee shop, you have like so many things you have your clothing store. I mean, it's, it's just really, really exciting. Tell us kind of the big vision for, for what you, I mean, it's going to be a village. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, if things get bad, we're just going to kind of annex ourselves and make our own little, right. our own little oh, town. Oh, you could just live there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you're from the West Michigan area, you've probably heard of Clackle Orchard. And I went there with my kids when they were little and um, it was a carnival kind of farm uh, family place. And so when we purchased the property, we decided to reinvent everything. Um, the Clackle family retired. They sold all all of their kids stuff. So we were left with a blank slate of some buildings and some apple trees. And um, we kind of wanted to make it 
fit what we would love, um, what we do, we would want to do. At the time, there was no other um, coffee shop in Greenville. So there was nowhere to sit down with a friend and get coffee. So that was my first mission was to create a coffee shop that was beautiful, that served great coffee. Um, I don't drink coffee. It's beautiful. <laughs> I don't actually drink. You don't drink coffee? <laughs> no. So that is so funny. I know, but I can appreciate the coffee shop experience. So my first right. thought was, how do we get the absolute best coffee? Since I don't really know what that is. We went straight to the top and got Madcap to come in. Um, we serve Madcap mm. coffee. We serve Rishi tea. Uh, we're working on bubble tea, which is going to be really exciting. Um, I love bubble yeah. tea. Not a lot of people have that. Yes, we're working on it. It's on the list. Um, so that was the first um, component of our property. We have a 15,000 square foot building. Um, and the front of that is our coffee shop. The next part that's going to open is the center of the building. And that's going to be a fresh market. So year round fresh produce. We'll have locally raised meat. We'll have cheese, um, a full bakery. Um, so it'll be like a fresh, yeah, fresh market. And that'll be the center of our building. And then we're working on the back portion of our building. We just got permission to move forward with our liquor license. So we'll be able to offer okay. um, local ciders, beers, craft cocktails, and make that an indoor outdoor um, gathering space where you can hang out and have a drink and, and get some fresh food and, and just hang out. Um, and then, yeah, my shop, I own a shop called Pink and Furloughs, and we've been in business for like four and a half years in the Greenville area, and we were able to transform one of the buildings on the property into my new shop, and that's been exciting. Um, like you, I spent a lot of time at the property watching my son play soccer in the big dome that we have, mm -hmm. um, but that we're kind of reimagining that. We're going to do some um, indoor markets in there, some craft show kind of things, um, bringing in local artisans and makers. So that's exciting. And then we have barn spaces that will be event venues. Yeah. So. Well, as I say, you're redoing like a really old barn. Yeah. Like you're, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we're really excited about that. We have two um, barns on the property. One was the original dairy barn on the original farm. So it's about 120 years old. And then we have a smaller old barn that was actually moved to the property from Sparta. And that one's over a hundred years old as well. And that used to be the petting zoo on the property. Um, We've rent, which is beautiful now. Yeah. Like you have twinkle lights in yeah. there. It's so yeah, cute. we resided it, painted it. And there are um, four um, grain bins on the property near that little barn. So we've made patio spaces that weave around those grain bins. Um, we're cutting open little doorways in them. So you could have a, maybe a small wedding in the barn and you could go out to the patio space and have tables and chairs set up throughout the grain bins and light those up with twinkly lights and it's going to be dreamy. Oh, <laughs> so it is so dreamy. And I, and that's the one thing I love about your story is you know, honestly, you weren't even looking for this opportunity and here, you know, you're like, oh, thanks, husband. <laughs> I thought we were, you know, and, but you're like, okay, now I see the vision. Yeah. Let's just make it happen. Like, how does, how do you get inspired by that? Is there like a daily, like, are, are you excited when you get up in the morning going, yep, we got this. Like, <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. At first I was like, no, we're not doing this. And then honestly, it took like a day for us to wrap our heads around it and say, Oh, this, even though it makes no sense, it makes perfect sense for like the gifts that we have. We love to entertain. My husband loves to cook. We love to um, create pretty spaces. Um, so all of a sudden it was like, this makes so much sense for the things that 
we're good at. Um, and it's just like a blank canvas to get really, really creative and create something that hasn't been done in our area like this at all. So as far as like waking up excited every day, it's, it kind of goes 50, 50 of like, Oh shit. Like, Oh, sorry. Like, Oh, Oh crap. What did we do? And Holy crap, this is going to be amazing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's totally depends on the hour sometimes of which way I'm going. Well, and yeah, how much is like on your plate too? You're like, what did I sign up for? Yeah, it's a lot. And I think (laughs) it's like one of those things that I can see. I have, I have complete confidence that it's going to be amazing. And at the same time, I, I question like, who am I to do this? You know, like, how are we going to pull this off? But I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it happening. So I think that's the biggest part of it. Um, is that vision. Well, I want to go off what you just said. Like, who am I? I mean, how many people play imposter their entire life? I mean, and I mean that in the most yeah. positive way. Like, you're like, okay, the old saying, like, fake it till you make right. it, right? Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing <laughs> is basically what we all like. But at the same point, you're like, okay, I'm just going to keep, you know, keep moving forward. And, you know, when we were talking um, last week, you basically, um, you know, had a different path in your life for yeah. many years and then were put into a, a real positive situation in regards to your retail business of saying, hey, I'm going to do something different. So you weren't really looking yeah. for uh, to, to be an entrepreneur per se, but you did. So tell us a little bit about like, because you were staying home yeah. with your, your yeah. kids, right? Yeah. So tell us about that. Yeah. Switch. So I was a stay home mom. My kids now are 18 and 15. Um, and they're awesome and I love them. But um, when they got a little bit older, I had the chance to open my shop, which um, started out as painted furniture, thrifted stuff that I would upcycle. And I was going to be open like every other weekend or a couple couple weekends a month or something. Um, and I had no experience in retail at all. Um, I'd never worked in a retail store. I didn't have any idea what I was doing. But I think if you have an entrepreneurial mindset, you can figure things out. And it's there's never been a better time in the world to become an entrepreneur with Google and, you know, a million yeah. resources at our fingertips in order to make a business succeed. So I think sometimes, um, I've said this many, many times, you know, if if I had known how much I didn't know, I probably would have been scared to do what I did. Um, and so I'm glad mm-hmm. I really had no idea what I was doing because it gave me the freedom to just do it my own way. Um, I didn't come in with any um, training or preconceived ideas about how to run a business. I was like, this makes sense to me. This is what I would want to see if I were going into a shop. Um, so I'm going to create it mm-hmm. the way I want it. And um, nobody can tell me otherwise because it's my own deal. <laughs> so. Right. You're, you're able to shape your future. I mean, yeah. pretty much. I mean, it's, it's so exciting. And I, I do believe a lot of people get afraid of what does that look like for me? I have a full-time yeah. job or I already have a full-time commitment with family yeah. or whatever. How do I stretch myself that much more and become an entrepreneur and, or just, you know, change, shift change in life. It's so hard, so hard to do. And so congratulations to you for uh, where you guys have gone. So what to you, um, you know, this, so every quarter with Urban U, we have a different kind of overarching mm-hmm. theme and this theme for, for November, excuse me, October, November, December is connecting. And I love connecting with people. Like if I could like just connect people, then just get paid for that. <laughs> I would do that. You kind of feel I the do. same way. You know, tell us right now, 
with, you know, the coronavirus going on and, you know, I would say the internet is a blessing and a curse, right? Because we can hide behind it. Um, How are you feeling that, you know, the world is shaping us to connect um, with people? And because you have such a great space, I mean, you're getting to see people all the time connecting. I mean, that's, which is so amazing. That's it. You know, it's, we opened in August of 2020, our coffee shop and in the coffee shop, I have a big metal um, sign that says gather. And I look at that sometimes and think, oh, that's so ironic. Like in the age of coronavirus, we're not really supposed to be gathering. And here we are opening this space that really is designed for people to gather together. So one of the great things about our space is that we have 120 acres. So, you know, if you want to take a cup of coffee and a bagel out into um, the lawn and or into the barn and just hang out with a friend, we have safe spaces to do that. So that's one really great um, piece of what we're doing. But mm-hmm. also when we opened and we did it in a safe way with, um, you know, a capacity limit and all that kind of stuff. But people are so hungry to get together. Um, I think it's, if anything, 2020 has taught us is that we need connection desperately. And um, when I started Mm -hmm. to see people come in and just be so grateful that they could go out and they could meet someone and they could see other people, they could work in a co-working space um, and just be around some people it really solidified what we're doing here and, and the way we want people to interact and, and gather and um, celebrate connections um, because we're created to, to be that way. And it's important. And Mm -hmm. even when we have to be distant from each other, um, we still have to seek out ways to do it um, face to face if we can. And uh, one of the things we're excited about this winter is using our apple orchard um, as an outdoor winter space where you can go snowshoeing or hiking or cross country skiing. And, you know, maybe we have thermoses in the coffee shop. So you load up your hot chocolate or, um, you know, cross country ski out to a little igloo in the orchard, just so that you're maintaining um, connections, no matter what happens in terms of um, the pandemic and whatnot, at least there are ways that we can just get outside Mm -hmm. and um, still be Mm -hmm. together. So I think, connections if we if we ever took it for granted I think 2020 has taught us how invaluable it is to our 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 self-care right no I agree I I cannot tell you how many people you know originally it was like the zoom calls and you're doing these wine rooms right like this is awesome and then after a while you're like can we just meet can I just sit six feet apart from you because I I just need to see you. So you do, you have such a beautiful space, 120 acres acres, and a hundred of that is apple orchard. So yeah, it's a lot of space to spread out, but still be together. Yes. I know. I can't wait to have an event out there. Just I like to try to find a reason to have an event because I know you have enough room and some of your facilities. So it would be safe and everyone would feel comfortable. So is this your dream career where you're at now? I, you know, on my um, Instagram page, my little tagline says living the dream I didn't know I had. And I think that's really, yeah, it's so true because I don't think, excuse me, I don't think I could have ever set out to say, okay, you know, when I'm 44, I'm going to open a boutique. And when I'm 48, I'm going to become an apple farmer. (laughs) You know, like there's no, right. That's a great story though. Yeah. That sounds like a country story. It's like, true. you know, I just, yeah. Right. Like song, There's no you know? way, you know, I went, I have a degree in um, parks and recreation from central Michigan. Like 
and I never really used that. It was never a huge career goal. It was sort of one of those things that got me from A to Z in terms of college. But um, yeah, it just, it happened. And I'm so aware of my um, blessing in that regard. Like I am so lucky that I've been just given this thing that landed in my lap. And I have a husband that was like, hey, let's run with this. Um, and I don't take that right. for granted at all. Um, I think that's one of the things that really drives what we do in our boutique and in the farm is that we want to share that thing that we've been given with the people that come out to the space so that this is, um, this is a, a cool um, gift for us. And we want to be able to share it with the people that come out. So I think that's kind of how we, the lens that we see everything that we're doing um, because a lot of people mm -hmm. couldn't do something so crazy and, you know, <laughs> just wild. Um, and we want to be able to share it. Well, and I think that's what people, you know, they're going to be attracted to your brand and what you guys are doing just because you can, I mean, <laughs> I can feel that. And I it just oh, have only been in your space a couple of times and it's, you know, you feel like you want to just hang out with you two, right? Like I'm like, okay, I'll just hang out here with these two because they, that's how it that's, that's that makes that's me so happy because that's so you, what we that's what we want yeah. and that's intentional um because we we appreciate it and and we want it to be that we want it to be special and different and you know I one of the things I hate the most in the in the world is being mediocre like I hate just phoning it in it just makes me crazy I want to do yeah. this better than anybody's ever done it you know I want it to be not that it's going to be perfect yeah. because heaven knows it's, it's far from perfect, but I just want to make sure like we're addressing every issue at the property. Like how can we knock people's socks off? How can we, um, when somebody comes in, I want them to be like, Whoa, I did not expect this. And if we can do that, then we're going to be just right. fine. Well, that's it's interesting to say, and I say to the kids, I'm sure it's a, a, a twist on something else I heard at one point, but you know, the work you do today is the work you get tomorrow. So <laughs> exactly. don't do shitty work. Right. So, I mean, so that's, I mean, you're doing the work today. So tomorrow you can yeah. reap the benefits of it. So what are you talking about kids? What do your kids <laughs> think of all this? Are they, yay mom, are they missing you or, cause I had an entrepreneurial mom as well. And I know my kids are like, yeah, stop working, but you know, it's hard sometimes yeah, on the family. Doing How are good. They doing I mean, that? I think they come around when we first came home, you know, they came home from school and we're like, Hey, guess what we bought today? <laughs> They're like, why, <laughs> why, why did you do that? That makes no sense. Um, right. But now that they can see what we're creating, they're getting really excited about it. Um, we're excited to have them be a part oh, of it. Great. You know, they, my daughter has worked in the shop. She's worked in the coffee shop. Um, when, when my son comes home, which could be any day now from U of M, um, we'll definitely be putting him yeah. to work. Um, he was with me when I first opened my first boutique, um, jackhammering out the floor when he was like 14 and helping me paint. And, you know, the kids have been part of this all the way around. So um, I'm, I'm happy that they can see it and get excited about it. Yeah, I love that too. I know we try to involve our kids in the stuff we're doing and, you know, they yeah. only have a certain <laughs> exactly. patience for it, right? But if you can get them involved a little, they think about it. They're like, oh yeah, yes. I remember when we did that, you know, we, we did a space and I had them involved in redoing one of our spaces and 
every time they go there, like, remember mom, we did this. I'm like, yep. You no, know, and so it's, it's, it's it really good. You know, it's, it's hard so work, but that's up. when you build the best memories is like, you know, over, um, yeah. when we were all locked down, we were able to still go out to the farm as a family. And, you know, we were doing massive renovations and, um, teardowns and we were all out there just working our butts off, like dirty from head to toe, but we were able to at least have something that we could keep working on even while everything around us was so uncertain. Yeah. And I think that was a really good, um, bonding experience and good memories. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I know. And just as a side, you know, that's the one thing I say about you, what COVID, you know, when, whenever does the whole world stop down and you get like three to four weeks, it was even more than that. Right. But you're like, let me think about my business. Let me, like you said, go in and kind of do this work while everything else is kind of stopped. It kind of was a blessing. I'm sure for you guys in some ways, because you didn't have all the day-to-day stuff. I mean, we were able to work in the space, um, just sit in the space and see, okay, we had anticipated opening our coffee shop in March, um, but that was pushed back to August, but that gave us time to really say, okay, how does this space work? How, what do we really want to serve? What do we really want to focus on and we backed off on quite a few of our um on initial plans and goals to say like hey let's just focus in on what we really want to do and what's going to be the most um, right. authentic for us mm-hmm. that's so great okay. okay last question i have for you at the end of the day what is your one wish for the world what would you wish <laughs> I would go. So I feel like this is a Miss America question, but (laughs) I honestly, I just wish we could learn that we can have different viewpoints, but still love each other. Um, We can disagree without hating each other. I think that's my biggest wish right now is just, um, hey, let's agree that we don't have the same take on certain issues, but that we care about each other and we can sit down and like pick out cute clothes or have a coffee together and we agree on more things than we disagree on I love that that's so true it's so true yeah have a big heart right yeah just bring everyone in well thank you so much April for coming so appreciate your time and your patience and now when people want to connect with you what are the social yeah so we're on instagram and facebook at fructoven farm which i know you love to say that name so i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm gonna just spell it out it's f-r-u-g-t-h-a-v-e-n farm so you can find us there or pink and furloughs is um is my shop but um and just to let you know like yeah fructoven is is danish so it means fruit garden um, that's where that weird name came from. So, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I we love do. It. You yeah, November fourteenth, we're going to do a Christmas market at the farm, and um, we're talking with Santa. So I think he's going to be out there. Um, grilled Greek food truck. We just confirmed they'll be coming out, so we'll have some some good food, and then we'll probably have about forty artisans and makers that'll set up. So you can do some local Christmas shopping, uh, get some coffee and hot chocolate and, um, and yeah, get ready for the holidays. Yeah. I love it. You're I welcome. Love it. Thank, Thank you, you April, so me. much. We appreciate you. We hope you found today's episode helpful and that you know more than you did before. Be sure to check us out on our blogcast where you can find additional content connected to this episode at theurbanu.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you choose to hear our most recent updates. 
Leave us a review and share it. Share it with your girlfriends, share it with your significant other, and share it with your grandma. If you have any thoughts on today's episode or topics you'd like us to discuss, send us a DM on Instagram. Thanks for listening.